Hello and welcome to this video where I'm going to talk about my end-to-end -end process for YouTube and this is going to be for software so there are four stages that I go through in making my YouTube videos and that is planning, making, finishing and promoting. So each is a distinct phase. Now I'm really good at the making, I'm really good at the finishing, I don't bother so much with planning and I'm really not very good at promoting. And I've got stats that show me that when I make a good video, it does really well and I'm, I'm happy with it. And I'm happy with the videos I've been making and what they've achieved. Some people might not be happy, but I am. So when I plan out, I use Google Docs. And, and, and this is if I plan out, if I go to plan out, I write in Google Docs. And the reason I write in Google Docs is because I can access it from any device. I can access it from my desktop PC, um, my laptop, my phone, my iPad. I can always access it. Something I also use is TubeBuddy. I don't use this all the time. If I've got limited resources or limited time, and I think I need to pick a video to make from all these ideas, I'll go on TubeBuddy and I'll see which video idea TubeBuddy thinks is the best. Interestingly, it doesn't always give me the right answer. TubeBuddy can give something as a low score and it does really well. TubeBuddy can give something as a high score and it doesn't do so well. But TubeBuddy is quite good for generally saying what is going to be quite successful or not. Sometimes I might use some AI content writers if I'm a bit stuck and I just want to do some planning. I don't do that very often because sometimes I just go straight into recording, particularly if it's for um, software reviews. When I'm doing other things like camera stuff and out and about, I need to plan it a bit more. Now, Google Docs is free. TubeBuddy, I use a free version. And AI content writers, they're not free, but you can use OpenAI um, in a limited capacity for free. So all these are free and you can use all of these. Now, for making, I use Camtasia for software recording. And I record my screen in Camtasia and I edit it in Camtasia. And so I use Camtasia for this. And in my video, in Camtasia, you can go and blur things out. And I like to blur quite a lot of things out that I don't think are relevant or I don't want to show. But that can take a lot of time. So I use something called BlurWeb and that just helps me to blur things out in the browser easier. Because most of the things I use are browser based and I use something called Upbeats to get my music. Now, none of these are free. What a surprise, none of these are free. There is, if, if you're on a Mac, you can record your screen through the Mac software, through the operating system. If you're on a PC or you want something a bit fancier, you can get something called ScreenRec.com and that's a program that records your screen. I've not used it, but I think I'm gonna do a review of it very soon. So I'll make my video and now I've got to finish it because if I just put that video up on YouTube, it wouldn't do very well. So when I make it, I've got to consider SEO. I've got to consider descriptions. I've got to consider title, thumbnail, and the bit. this is the big one for me subtitles. I've done analysis of my audience and 60% watch with no subtitles, but that means 40% are watching my videos with some form of subtitles. So subtitling really opens up my videos to 
audiences that wouldn't normally watch it. So I think subtitling for that reason is quite important. So let's go through these. SEO, I basically incorporate that into my description. My description has to have enough keywords in and my title that people can find my video. I do put effort into tags, but I don't put much effort into tags because I know tags aren't particularly used very much by YouTube. So I don't spend ages in tags. I just think more about the description and the title and I make sure they've got certain keywords in that link back and tell people or would make my video do well in search. Now, interestingly, some videos do really well in search and some videos do well by being suggested. For me and my analytics, there doesn't seem to be much of a pattern. I can do well in search or I can do well in organic visitors, basically. So these two are really important for getting things in front of people, particularly search. And this thumbnail is important for getting people to actually click on the video. And to be honest, so is the title. But for my thumbnail, I use Vista Create. Now Vista Create used to be Crello, but it was bought by the Vista company. And Crello was an alternative to Canva. So I took a lifetime deal to get Crello and it's become Vista Create. So it, it's basically the same as Canva Pro, but I've already paid for it and I paid for it once. So three alternatives for this would be Canva. I used to use Canva before I got Crello and Vista Create. There's no real um, options for the SEO things. I, I mean, you can use things like TubeBuddy and VidIQ, but I've used them on a paid use and I found they haven't really changed things much for me. So I stopped subscribing to them. Now, subtitles, I use something called Happy Scribe. And once I've uploaded my video to YouTube, I put a link into Happy Scribe and it does transcribing, and it does transcribing very well, probably because I've put lots of videos through it. It's actually really accurate, so I don't need to spend much time correcting my subtitles. They're done quite well. You could, of course, for free, just use the subtitler in YouTube, and then once I've set my English one and I'm happy with it, I just do auto-translate in YouTube and put it in other languages. So I think most of my language watch is in English, but quite a lot is in non-English. So I think it is worth putting in time for subtitling. Now let's talk about promoting. So for promoting, that's getting your video out there. And I, I don't really put much effort into this. I rely mostly on YouTube. Occasionally I put things on Twitter, but I don't always. And occasionally I will make a post about my video, but I don't all, I put the post on YouTube, but I don't always. But what I've started to do is I've started to make shorts of the very video as a way of getting people to see a short aspect of the video and thinking I want more and going to the link and being able to click on the link and go straight to the video. I don't think that works particularly well, but I'm sticking with it. So I've got Pictori AI and I like Pictori AI and Pictori AI now has a highlight function. But the problem is with the highlight function, it does highlighting very well. So you can trim down your video just based on the text and you can put it in nine to 16. So it's ideal for shorts, but putting little graphics on that say, check the comments for the link to the main video. It's really difficult and really fiddly. The idea of using Pictori AI is that it's quick, but it's not very quick if I'm fiddling about. I did use something called ReVideo. Now ReVideo was great. It was just a really simple web-based application. You uploaded your video, it transcribed it, it played your video and it played subtitles and you could trim it. And I think that was like $20, but it stopped working. So I'm not using that anymore. 
because it doesn't work. And I'm furious that it doesn't work. So I'm trying out something called InVidU. I-M-V-I-D-U. And that is better than ReVideo and it's easier than Pictorial AI. So I'm quite pleased with that. The other thing I'm starting to do in terms of promoting is putting a picture out while I'm in the making stage. So while I'm in the making stage, I'm putting a little post out on YouTube and I'm hoping that's gonna gain some interest. Now, I don't know if this is a successful strategy because I've only started doing it. And then once I've made the video, I can put another post up on YouTube saying it's made, yeah, it's made. So I'm hoping that going from there to there will garner interest. Now it's really only gonna garner interest for people who are scrolling on mobile or people who are already subscribers. But it's about getting that video out and making people aware of it. And I'm hoping that putting something here and here is gonna help do that. Another thing I forgot to say about finishing is sometimes there are gonna be um, Amazon affiliate links and that will allow my video to take people to Amazon and any purchases they make on Amazon gives me a commission. It's a very small commission. I'm not huge with that because most of my videos at the moment are software based, but occasionally I'll be using a product or reviewing a product and I can put that on. You can also put on your gear list. <laughs> That's a bag, by the way. You can put on your gear list. That can be quite helpful as well. If people want to know what gear you've got and then they want to buy it. There is one other thing I do, and that is at the end, I do some analysis on the video. I'll leave it a couple of weeks and then I'll start looking at the analytics and seeing where I could do better. And some things I learn and some things I don't learn. I know people say, look at your analytics, you'll learn loads, you'll change your videos. I find it a bit difficult. So I do pick some things up, but I don't look at my analytics and it's a revelation. So that's something I do at the end. What did you think of this video? Was it useful? Is it something you'd like to see again? And can you let me know what you think of this format? I'd love to know what you think. Thank you, goodbye.